Welcome to episode 246 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent and Jason here as always, and this is our first podcast of 2020. The first one of the year. Welcome to it. Right? This is now officially the second decade that we've done this podcast, right? Kind of cool. It, it would be, wouldn't it? It's also the sixth calendar year that we've done this podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah. Coming up on our five-year anniversary here in a few months, so. I guess we'll talk about that when it happens, but... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a, a springtime extravaganza. That's right. That's what we'll actually call that episode. I hope so. I hope so. I'm sure we'll forget about that by then. Probably. <laughs> Especially myself. <laughs> yeah, 2020 is here, and we've got stuff to talk about. Of course. But the first thing that we always have to talk about is our sponsors. It's 2020, and there's still Med Farm and DEB concerts. Med Farm is a dispensary located in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, at 24683 East Highway 51. They're located directly off the highway there. You can't miss them. So get in there and check them out. They've got a huge selection. They've got a doctor on site every Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. They're always running specials. And one of their specials that is always running is if you go in and tell them that Thunder Underground sent you, They'll give you 10% off your order. You can find them online at MedFarmOK on Instagram. MedFarmOK.com is their website. And Facebook Facebook is MedFarm. That's P-H-A-R-M. Their slogan is Cannabis with a Cause because 30% of their proceeds go to help build no-kill animal shelters. And they're well on their way to their first one. They've got the, the land and the building in place. And now they're just working on getting it set up. So we'll be talking about that, of course, when it happens. Always proud to talk about that because that's a really cool thing from MedFarm. Definitely. DEB Concerts is a promoter located here in Tulsa. They keep bringing great shows to the Ideal Ballroom. Bands like Saxon and Last in Line came this year, which was amazing. We've also seen Kicks and Junkyard, Winger, Warrant. Bisto Blanco, Steelheart, Striper, Dokken, L.A. Guns, a huge-ass long list. And this February, they're bringing Buck Cherry. Fuck yeah. That's cool as hell. Get your tickets now. Yeah, on 222, that's February 22nd. That's right. And that's right. What Jason said, get your tickets now because I'm pretty sure this will sell out. And and hit up Grind and Fist of Rage, they're opening. You know, hit those bands up for tickets because they're going to be a tad cheaper and you're going to help these locals out, and that's what that's what it's all about right there. Yeah, you save money, and you help someone else out. Of course. So both those bands are great bands that you don't want to miss opening that show. And the show will be hosted by Eddie Trunk, as always. Like Jason said, get on Facebook, hit up Grinder Fist Rage to buy your tickets, and we'll see you out there. Of course. And also, DEB Concerts Books. The DNB processing stage at Rocklahoma. The announcement will be coming here shortly. Yes. We'll let you know once that happens. But last year it featured what Ace Freely, Bisto Blanco, Slaughter, Lita Ford, and a host of local and regional acts. That's right. And you know this year will be no different. So I'm really looking forward to see what Doug's got in store. That's right. I mean, the announcement for the whole goddamn thing is coming. The next couple of weeks, right? Yeah, they've never officially announced a date. Yeah, that's why I'm not saying what I... I mean, I've heard a couple different things, yeah. but 
I'm sure when we get that, I'm sure we'll do a breakdown and whatnot and whatever. Yeah. So yeah, be, on, be, on the, be on the lookout. You'll get our hot take. <laughs> yeah, we we'll always put out our, our reaction. This will be no different. Of course. But yeah, huge thank you to DEB Concerts, and we'll see you at Buck Cherry. get into some music and stuff i had a question i was going to ask you just okay. a, just a random kind of dorky music question okay i like it and this is kind of a free-for-all kind of episode anyways yeah so just kind of off the cuff we're here just a week i guess tomorrow's a week into the year or no by the time you're hearing this today is a week into the year okay so like what have you listened to in 2020 so far. Um, so far, what I've listened to is I listened to a lot of Rage Against the Machine yesterday. That makes sense. Um, oh, you're being serious? Yeah. Okay. I I you were fucking um, joking. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so, and then uh, we had a, uh, Melissa and I had a, a, a family thing we went to this past weekend in Lake Texoma. So you had to drive. And we had to drive when we listened to Sons of Texas on Shuffle. And I think we got in both albums and the, the new EP. She wanted to listen to Tool on the way down. So we listened to the new Tool record. So any thoughts on different than last time you listened to that? It's still just kind of, you know, however. Uh, you know, my, my, my stance on Tool hasn't wavered. Yeah. New album or not. They don't suck. It's just not my thing. I grew out of it real quick. Right. And that's nothing on them. It's just not my cup of tea anymore. God, other than that, I mean, uh, I got I'm the Man vinyl at Josie the other day. I listened to that. Oh, nice. Um, a little bit of Barbra Streisand. Yeah. Not going to lie. So that that's that's kind of where that's been at, you know? Hell yeah. So well, um, what about you? Well, I... Uh... I kicked off the year with the Ramones. I pretty much listened to them, nothing but them, on nice New Year's Day. Okay. And even New Year's Eve, I think. I don't remember. And then I went on a Boston kick and listened to the first three albums oh, man. straight through. That first record is one of the greatest records of all time, man. It is. It's just like perfection. Perfection, start to finish. It's like, if that didn't exist, and the second one was the only thing that existed. You would think that was fucking great. Yeah. But it's like that first one's so great that you think, well, this one's not as great, but it's still an amazing record. Mm -hmm. And even the third one's great, but it just kind of, it's not, you know, those first two. Yeah. And I listened to, you know, I had a little Pantera kick there. Listened to a couple albums. Okay. And then, well, okay. Something we're going to talk about here in a bit. Oh, yes. Echo in the Canyon, which I know probably most people that, watch that you know you you're thinking about it and you get on the kick and like i've always loved the birds and i've especially loved the beach boys and i went on a kick on both of them and listened to fucking like 30 songs oh from man from both of them well and then i'll save i'll save all my comments for that but okay you just you just got the magpie salute record i know yeah yeah but the i mean the first one which was the the live one and it, you know it included 
you know, a few originals, and then they did a cover of Wiser Time. They did a cover of Pink Floyd's Fearless. I know there's another cover or two on there. I wasn't sure exactly who yeah. it was. I forgot, but it's like I didn't even know Fearless was a Pink Floyd song until I got this vinyl. Like when I'd listened to it before, it was on Spotify. So you know, I didn't like delve in to see what these things were. You know, but, exactly. But yeah, and then yesterday I finally listened to to Orville Peck. Nice, nice. And we kind of talked about that the, already. The, the masked gay cowboy. Is he a gay cowboy? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. But yeah, that was the whole, the whole, when I told you the whole thing on NPR about him. Yeah. Was that he was like this gay guy and he was masked and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is fine. You know, I don't care, but I just, it was just definitely was an interesting combo. I, got, <laughs> I was like, I got, I got to look this shit up. Yeah. And it, it's, it, what was it? How did I describe it to you? Man, I forgot. Man, I have to, I have to look at this. I mean, you know, what do you think of them? Well, see, I came across it because I think I saw an, it was an email or something about Jones Assembly or something in Oklahoma City. that He's coming there. And I yeah. just saw his name on the list and I was like, I don't even know who that is. And I just read the description and after reading the description, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. It was like. Everything about it, the first thing is like he has a mask on, it's fringe. I'm like, this yes. has got to be fucking pop country bullshit. And then, but then I read the full <laughs> description and it was like, it talked about all these influences and it was like Porter Wagner and Johnny Cash and Dolly Parton and all this shit. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then it was like outlaw country, traditional country, this and that. So I'm like, I've got to hear this. Yeah. And I played it and I'm like, where did these descriptions come from? Because yeah, that's kind of, you know, there's like, on the song, you know, what is there, like 10 or 12 songs on the album? There's like three of them that I think could be classified as country. Yeah. The other ones, I think the thing's great, but there's a, it reminds me of something like from the, like an alternative band from the 80s or something like The Church or like, that, yeah. like Billy yeah, Idol. that's a great. You know, like Billy Idol's Eyes Without a Face, you know, like that kind of vibe. That, yeah, dude, that is, that is like an amazing fucking way to put it. Yeah, and then you add in a fucking steel guitar every once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> I, like I said, you know, the whole, I, the whole for this, the whole thing of me, for me started when I heard about it, uh, his little expose on NPR. And the way they described it, you know, it, it, and this is what I told you, made it sound like it was the next best thing since metamodern sounds and country music. That's right. And for those of you that don't know, that's Sturgill Simpson's second record, and it's a goddamn masterpiece. I mean, there you can't that album. You can't fuck with that album. It's amazing. Yep. So I, I I look this guy up, and I, I feel the way you do. I really do. It's like okay, well, this is cool, but I don't know. Next, I'm not blown away. <laughs> you know, and it's not because he's gay. It's not because there's a get up. I'm not a fucking moron. But it's just I don't know. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't hit. Hit. It didn't hit me. You know, the way other kind of stuff that it was kind of. Being lumped in with did right. so. Uh, I'd never really, I never really gave the guy a second listen. I mean, I get, I think it hit me more than it hit you, obviously, because I really, really liked it. But it's like my thing with it was just like I don't get the, yeah. the whole thing of like outlaw country or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But hey, well, go see him in Oklahoma City if you want. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm working at Coachella and you'll see him at Coachella, him, yeah, because he's playing. Both those, if you can play both Coachella and Stagecoach, then obviously, yeah, you're, you're doing some, something. Yeah, right. you're somewhere in the, you know, he's falling into the categories that are hard to define. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's that's cool in and of itself. Exactly. 
So, should we play some music? We definitely should. I think it's time. All right. We need to play some Slumlord Radio. That's right. You know why? Because it's been a long damn time. It has. It has. We've actually played them a couple times in the past, but it's been probably at least a couple years, I would think. It's been a while. Yeah. But they rocked then, and this and this new stuff definitely rocks now. Yeah. They just released this single. It came out December 19th. So let's play this right here. It's called Gonna Be a Riot. song from slumlord radio just came out less than a month ago and man these guys never cease to amaze me they're just so it's just fucking fun as hell yeah yeah i i think for me i got kind of a danko jones airborne vibe if it was just a little stonery yeah <laughs> you know maybe like throw a little fu manchu in there yeah that's a good um, way to put it that's kind of my take on it i, I hate to be kind of for fans of kind of description <laughs> 
that's not a bad thing. This is this is a great fucking tune. I'm glad we get to play it. Yeah, I just, I mean, these guys, they've got a lot of music out, so, you know, check them out on Spotify or wherever you listen to music, and it's just, it's just raw, hard rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you can't go wrong. Yeah, and they're out of Michigan, and we didn't mention that up front. And actually, I think, I know we've mentioned this before, but I think besides Oklahoma, Michigan's probably the, the state that we played the most music from. Really? You think? Because there, there was oh, that, there was that period where we were just playing bands. You know, I guess I don't know if Slumlord Radio was the one that started it, but a couple other bands like saw that we played Slumlord Radio and sent us their stuff, and then like kind of seems like I vaguely remember. Don't so ask me like you, you don't even know. I know there's a bunch of them, but yes, look up Slumlord Radio and tell them that Thunder Underground sent you. Hey, we love those guys. We need to. We've said this before, but we need to have them on the podcast. I would love to do that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so the Tulsa Music Awards. Okay. You know, you motherfucker, you send me these outlines, and then once we get in here to do this, you fucking throw them all out of order. This is the exact order it's in right here. Look, the only thing was I added the shit out of my head. You, you, you fucking changed it around. Echo when? in the Canyon was first, I thought. I don't, I don't remember changing it. Maybe I did when I was at work, and I don't remember. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, sorry. You're not a motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, Echo in the Canyon. Just kidding. Tulsa Music Awards. <laughs> right. 2020 will be the third annual. Of course. This year it is the Oil Fire. Tulsa Music Awards sponsored by Oil Fire. I need to check that out. I still haven't. But, hey, liquor's good, so I'm sure it's great. Right. It it is not good for me. <laughs> okay, and we we we've all over the years seen the effects of that, and we don't need to anymore. Beer's bad enough, <laughs> right? So I'm drinking a coffee right now. Yeah, there's not a little little shot of oil fire. No, in your there's coffee. not. <laughs> as 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 good as great as I'm sure oil fire is, uh, it's <laughs> it's a weekday, buddy. Right. If you go to TulsaMusicAwards.com, you can click on the voting link. It's right there at the top. And then vote. That's what we're here to tell you. Exactly. And Vote for your favorite. Vote for who you think deserves yeah, it. Yeah, this is the first, first round of voting. And there's a ton of options in each category. And top, I, I don't know if they've said, but the last couple of years, I know it's been the top four. And each category goes on to the final nominations, and there's a final round of voting with mm-hmm. the top four vote getters in each category, and then those are the ones that go to the award show to get picked from. So anyway, if you look down the list, especially in the the metal category, or the rock category, or the punk category, probably seventy five percent of those bands have been played on here at yes. some point, or tons of them we've had on as guests. Or at least talked about at some point. So a big shout out to just anybody. We're not going to name names because, you know, we're going to forget everybody that we love. That's right. But we will name this name is that in the category for concert or event of the year, benefit for The Bachelor, which if you've listened to us for a while, you heard us mention that a million times. Yes. That was an event that we put together with Porch Talk and Venue Shrine. And it took place at Venue Shrine back in April, and that was one of the things that made the nominee ballot. 
Yes, it was a benefit show we put on for our buddy Josh Baker, who was in a, a, a pretty bad accident at the first part of the year and needed some help. And uh, it was a great day, a great crowd, uh, some great bands, and uh, it, it's, uh, it feels great to have that recognized. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we put a lot of hard work into it. You put a ton of hard work into it. Uh, it couldn't happen without you, I don't believe. And so uh, it, it's really cool to uh, to have this noticed. Yeah, and I think it, it's probably, I didn't like really look at this to verify it, but I think it's probably one of the most diverse lineups on all the options there. Exactly. You know, as far as everything from metal to acoustic, you know, to alternative, everything was kind of covered on that show. And also on the... Ambassador Award, right here, Jason Wood, is one of the nominees. Thank you very much. Yeah, so go on there and click Jason Wood's name. Or whoever you think. No, I just clicked Jason Wood. Well, I appreciate you. He is better than everybody on that list. You said that, not me. <laughs> I, I, I I detract that statement. <laughs> right. All hate emails into Trent. Okay. Um, I, I'm just honored and humbled to be in that list, and I hope everybody goes and just votes for who they want to vote for. That's a great way to put it. I think so. Um, and also, I would like to say, I would like to throw in some two cents here. Um, and I don't give a shit. I'll fucking talk about it. I saw a lot. I, I don't know. I don't know how, you know, Facebook, uh, they suck fucking balls. Okay, I don't know what the hell's up with their algorithm. But, you know, the this voting and the announcement for these awards have been out for a while. But just the other day, I woke up in the morning and everything in my feed was so many people, like, questioning the awards or commenting negatively about the awards or people that were sharing that people that supported the awards that were sharing negative things in their feed and trying to defend it. Um, and I don't know why this all hit at once for me. I'm sure it's different with everybody. Because Facebook is fucked. But <laughs> I, I will just say, you know, a lot of people have an opinion that these awards aren't valid or it's a popularity contest or so-and-so is not in here and so-and-so's not in there. And, you know, bitch, 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 why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? Well, if you don't like it, go start your own fucking awards. Um, uh, what these guys are doing is great. Uh, and this is not because things that we are involved with are nominated. I'm not, I'd say this no matter what, <clears throat> they, this is a huge undertaking and, um, I think Roger and the team work their asses off every year. And, and when you come down to it, it's really to just recognize and bring attention to the art and the performances that's going on in this town. And, and I think how amazing it is and how important it is. So, you know. If, if you're not going to help out, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Um, if you think you, if you think you can do it better, go do it instead of just, you know, good luck. Yeah. Bitching behind your screen. Yeah. Cause I mean, what you, what you just said, it's like to see where this has gone in less than two years. Cause I mean, it's the third one, but the first one was 27 or 2018. Yes. And. They, you know, it got bigger last year when it was at the Ideal Ballroom. 
and then it's bigger this year. In the third year, it's at the fucking Canes Barn. It's at Canes, so yeah. And I mean, just uh, this is like, you know, he was on our podcast last year talking about it. This was an idea, and it's at the Canes Barn already. Exactly. And it's like, I mean, if, like you said, if you think you can do better, fucking do it. But yep. I mean, and people, I, th- I saw someone mention that in one of the, I don't know, one of the posts that you probably saw. Someone said, People never bitched about the spot awards. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I guarantee you. Exactly right. I guarantee you that Roger, Ryan, anybody else that's involved with this thing has more knowledge and passion about music than the people at the fucking Tulsa world. Uh, I, I guarantee <laughs> you. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Tulsa, you know, the spot was great. Uh, I remember those days. I got to go to some of those ceremonies. I was even a not as in hipster was, in, was nominated for an award. Right. Um, Thomas Connor, I don't know if you remember that name. Yeah. He was the fucking man. Yeah. But he always wrote great articles about local bands. Yes. But uh, but past that, that was about it. Yeah. And so here you've got you've got a you've got a, a more comprehensive team going on here. Yeah. And so uh, you know, I can't you can't help but get behind it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like we said, get on there, TulsaMusicAwards.com. Check it out if you're not familiar with it. Even if you're listening to us, you know, and you're from out of state or even out of country, just get on there, vote for, like we said, benefit for the bachelor. But yeah, get on there and vote for benefit for the bachelor. And you don't have to vote for every category. Just look through it and see if there's names that sound cool. Hey, act like you're 12. And that's how you found Banjo like back in the day, you know? Right. <laughs> Definitely. Let's talk about, uh, you want to play another song? Sure. Let's do that because. Speaking of Tulsa Music Awards, Violent Victim is nominated, I know, in at least a couple categories. And Brax is in this band, and his band, Fist of Rage, is also nominated in a few categories as well. Definitely. So, there's a good tie-in. Violent Victim was just on this podcast here about a month and a half ago, two months ago, talking about their new music. And this is a brand new song that just came out this past Friday called Abassination.
Abassination, brand new track from Violent Victim, and that's the first uh, song that was released in 2020 officially that we're playing on this podcast here. Love it. Good way to kick off this year, right? Definitely. This is this song checks all your extreme metal boxes. Absolutely. You know, you've got riffs, you've got blasts, it grinds, um, you've got three or four different vocal, different kind of voicings going on. Um all the while just stripping the paint off the walls the whole damn song does. Yeah. Um uh you know, I, I need to get out to see these guys. I need to get off my lazy ass and I will do it <laughs> soon because this is a great fucking song. Yeah, in the words of Jamie Josta, it's a banger. For yes, sure. it is. It is. We had these guys on the show what a month or two ago. Yeah. Uh they came over to my house and uh, we we had a really great conversation. Uh, and it was just a, a good, just a good focus on, you know, Tulsa metal and the kind of metal that these guys put out. Uh, so yeah, definitely a fascination. Absolutely. Check them out. Look them up on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, give them a follow and tell them that Thunder Underground sent you. All right. So on a completely opposite note of Violent Victim. Cause that's what we do. Yeah. We're all over the place in this episode, right? But that's that's the fun of it. Is Echo in the Canyon? Yes. If you're not familiar, this is a documentary that came out here in 2019, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, it debuted in theaters, but made its way to Netflix. Yeah, and we we just we just recently both at different times kind of got around to watching this. Yeah, uh, Jacob Dylan from the Wallflowers, Bob Dylan's son kind of spearheaded this. Um, it's a documentary that focuses on the, you know, Laurel Canyon scene in the 60s, Mamas and Papas, uh, the Beach Boys, the Birds, Buffalo Springfield. Uh, focuses on that music, um, you know, interviews all the major players um, that were going on then. Uh, and then um, at the same time, it's kind of intertwined with live performances from Jacob Dylan and uh, Beck, Fiona Apple, uh, Nor Jones is on this, I think. Yeah. Uh, Jade Castrinos, uh, that used to be in Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Um, a couple other people that slipped my mind right now, but you get the idea. Right. And um, I don't know, you know, this is not really the kind of thing we talk about a lot on this podcast, but what we can talk about that I think is just a common thread through anything is just great songwriting and kind of the foundation that acts like this laid out for so much that we listen to today and that, you know, rings, you know, important with us today. Right. First thing that jumped out to me that I want to talk about is that I love that. I don't know who, I mean, I should have looked more into this. I know Jacob Dylan wasn't the director. No, he like, yeah. He was like the producer and everything. He, yeah, he was just kind of, yeah. And then just kind of helped tell the story, and he's the face of it. But I just like that they included the Beach Boys in this, because yes, they're from the area, yes, but they don't... It was based around all the bands that they kind of talked about that had like that folk sound, but mm -hmm. turned folk music into rock music. Yeah. And uh, the Beach Boys were different than all those bands. And I've, and I mean, I've 
freaking loved that band since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But see, I, I get it because I know so many people were influenced later on and they talked about it. They kind of focused just on pet sounds. Yeah. Which in and of itself is, could be lumped in with that stuff because it was different, you know? Definitely. To go off what you said, I think, you know, Pet Sounds is definitely a record that can sit in this conversation with these acts. I mean, yeah, it's not Surfing USA or Good Vibrations. Pet Sounds is like worlds, worlds above that. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's an amazing record and it influenced so much. Um, and then I think, and then for me, you know, my yeah. next favorite of all that has of, of late and kind of always has been the Mamas and the Papas. Yeah. I just liked how a lot of those songs are so catchy. And um, there's four four of those motherfuckers. But when they when they sang, it sounded like there's maybe about 15 of them. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. And it really, it's always stuck with me. So th- those are my, my two favorite parts of this documentary. Yeah. Yeah, I love the Mamas and the Papas and the Birds is a band that I've always liked, you know, the the obvious songs. And then every once in a while, like I kind of did after watching this, I'll go down a rabbit hole and just listen to a bunch of it. And then I won't again for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, I mean, it's so crazy too when you see all these bands they talk about and that at least half of them had members that went on to things just as big or bigger outside of that band, you know? Exactly. When you look at, you know, the birds with David Crosby, or you look at, you know, what was Steven Steele's in? Buffalo Springfield with Steven Steele's and Yeah, he was in, yeah, obviously, and then Neil Young, and then, you know, Crosby, Steele's and Nash get together, Neil Young gets with them, Neil Young has success on his own, then you've got John Sebastian who has success on his own, then you've got, who am I forgetting? But anyway, it's really cool, and you know, my, I mean, I think my favorite, I pulled this up just so I could look at it, I love the... Um, Never My Love song with Nord Jones because the association is another they didn't like delve too deep into them Yeah, but that's another band that I've always loved and it's just kind of random like 10-15 years ago I knew like two songs of theirs mm-hmm. and then just kind of the same thing just like went down a rabbit hole and then I found like an album later yeah. on and uh, that band's just like of all those bands that's the band that I think like every song is fucking perfect yeah you know outside of maybe the birds well uh <laughs> for me my favorite on, on you know on the soundtrack um was go where you want to go yeah uh, that's with, great with Jade from Edward Sharp singing um and that because that song's always been great uh you know mamas and papas on vinyl it's just you know we've got a couple of those you, you can't beat it yeah and, and and again, you know, yes, we're like hard rock and metal, but you, you know, you have to be diverse. And you know, again, in in an indirect way or direct way, however you want to look at it, you know, this stuff is building blocks for what was to come and what we what we revere now. Yeah. So, you know, there's no way we're not going to talk about it when we both kind of geeked out on this thing at, at different times in the past couple months. Like, well, we're talking about this fucking thing. Right. And it's like, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there like us as well that I could watch a, a music documentary or really it's a documentary of anything, whether it be music or not, on mm-hmm. something I don't even care about. Yeah. Or something I don't even like. Yeah. You know, and. Like the fucking Eagles. Yeah, right. Fucking can't stand that band. But when that documentary was on Netflix, 
Wow, what a, what a, what a fucking movie. Yeah. You know, what a movie. So I'm saying that to let people know. If this isn't your <laughs> thing or you don't ever listen to this kind of stuff, still check it out because yeah. it's great. I mean, it kicks off with Tom Petty, and he's in there a lot. Um, I love well. when he's like, anymore, and I'd have to charge you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, I like that part where, I mean, it kind of goes into what you were saying about the Beach Boys a minute ago, that Jackson Brown said when he said that, you know, whenever I first saw and heard the Beach Boys, I'm like, this is like five guys wearing the same shirt and holding a surfboard. And I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. And then I heard Pet Sounds and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, exactly. And, he's like, exactly. and then they, and then he's like, this album influenced the Beatles. He's like, imagine making an album that influenced the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like you said, diversity. Guess who's on tour now? Or not yet, but coming soon. Oh, it, there's going to be a ton of them. Well, just announced a couple of days ago was Satan. Satan himself. Just kidding. <laughs> Satan. The Satan band. from South Park. <laughs> God. That version of Satan. Satan. The from... gay Satan. <laughs> Shadam. <laughs> Satan from the UK, a uh, classic uh, new wave of British heavy metal band, is going to hit the road in the US with Night Demon, Haunt, and Bewitcher. And I'll be damned if they're not coming to the shrine in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. And uh, wow, that's going to be a barn burner of a show. I cannot wait. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, You know, like I told you the other day, I I just happened to stumble upon Satan uh, in my Spotify, you know, daily mix. And um, I'd seen the name, seen the logo, of course. But I just never really thought about it. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Who is this? Oh, okay. And then, you know, what, two weeks later? And I saw I listened to a couple of the records. I really dig them. Next thing you know, oh, they're coming to Tulsa. Fuck me. I mean, that's (laughs) great. So, you know, and I don't really care anything about the name, you know, whatever you think. I don't give a shit. That's awesome. And so this is in, you know, fuck, Night Demon Haunt, whatever, dude. A week ago. We go on another forty minutes about this shit because this <laughs> right. is like, this is the this is the stuff that I've really been into lately. Yeah, the first time we had Night Demon on a couple years ago now, Jarvis mentioned Satan. Yes, as one of the bands from the new wave of British heavy metal that was a big influence on him wanting to play that style of music. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that's really cool that they got on this tour because Night Demon keeps making waves. Yes, they do. I really think I really think that some big things are in the works for both Night Demon and Haunt. Yeah. I really feel like um some stuff is gonna start breaking more and more for these two acts. I really do. Yeah. That whole kind of, you know, genre of a resurgence of yes. classic style metal is Hellfire, Hysteria, yeah. Blade Killer, fucking Void Vader. I mean, there's some there's some really cool stuff going on. What do you know about Bewitcher? I'm gonna just I'm gonna I, show my ignorance here. I've seen the name, but don't really know. Well, I I, I YouTubed I YouTubed a couple of their songs. They're, they're they're pretty raw, and their vocals are a little more gruff than you know Night Demon or Are they newer? Um, like them? Now that now see that I don't okay. know. Uh, I'm gonna be totally honest. I still need to research a little bit. Okay. But it, it, I mean, it was great stuff. So I mean, it definitely fits in with this tour. I mean all. The whole night's going to be insane. Yeah. Well, speaking of Haunt, their album's coming out here this week, this Friday. Yes. Just a couple of days. Yeah, just a couple of days. Uh, Mind Freeze, a uh, new album by Haunt, will be out. I think you can uh, 
I think you can buy it on Bandcamp right now, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, I mean, Haunt, these guys just keep, they just keep churning out quality metal. Uh, Trevor Church is, uh, just killing it. And, um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, they're, they're really making some waves. And, uh, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm geeked for this show, dude. <laughs> yeah. And they're, Haunt is pumping out the music too. I mean, this is yes, like, it's ver- this is less prolific. than a year. I love that. Yeah. Less than a year after their last album, which was number seven on our yes. best of 2019 that just came out last week. And, and they've got a new record. And they had, out. they had music in 2018 as well. Yeah. yeah since 2017, you got, uh, what, two records, two EPs and another one about to come out, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I mean, yeah, they, I mean, these guys, you know, they're not resting on anything and, and that's kind of what you got to do. And they're getting, they're getting recognized for it. Uh, Trevor Church is the Tommy Victor of the new wave of American heavy metal right. of California. I just right. made up a genre. Well, now they're saying <laughs> oh. the new wave of traditional heavy metal. That's right. Okay. Yeah. The new wave of American heavy metal was the whole, uh, the whole New England God, yeah. Shadows Fall, Kill Switch Engage, God Forbid, yeah. Unearth, all that stuff. Right. But yeah, so get on, get online and check out if that tour is coming your way because it's, it's hitting a lot of places. Oh, yeah. All right, is there anything else we need to talk about? I think the, I think to kick off 2020. I think for like two hours ago, not knowing what the fuck we were going to talk about, I think we did all right. <laughs> right. So yeah. everything from Tulsa Music Awards to the Mamas and the Papas to Satan. Right. Can't go wrong with that. You cannot go wrong. That's, <laughs> that's the spice of life, Trenton. Right. And hey, something I also wanted to mention is we mentioned, you just mentioned Void Vader. Like when I listen to Slumlord Radio, I think they sh- there should be a package tour that's Slumlord Radio, Void Vader, and Scattered Hamlet. That's, god damn it, that was the other band I was getting. Yeah. They really had a Scattered Hamlet vibe, too. Nice one, Trent. Because I was thinking about that when I was listening to the new song. This has a Scattered Hamlet yes, kind of vibe. Yes, it does. Just, but just a, Good little, one. a little bit more straightforward, I guess. You're correct. Uh, You're correct. I yeah. like that. I like yeah. it. Yeah. We appreciate you checking us out once again here going into 2020. If you're behind on some episodes, there's 245 more now you can listen to or whatever you got to find. So get fucking cracking. Yeah. If you missed our best of 2019, that was just last week and we counted down 27 albums basically, as well as mentioned a few other things. We recently had on Kenny Hickey from Typo Negative. And Silver Tomb, we had on Brian Tishy from Silver Thorn, and he's been in a million other bands you know yeah. and love. We had on Alan Robert Alan from Robert. Life of Agony. Yeah, definitely. Dizzy Reed from Guns N' Roses. This past year, we also had on Vivian Campbell from Def Leppard. Just going way back, we had on Gene Simmons from Kiss, Dave Elfson from Megadeth, John Connolly from Seven Dust, Joey Allen from Warrant. Frank Hannon from Tesla. There's a big-ass long list. Night Demon, who we just mentioned earlier, yes. has been on here three times. Three times. Scattered Hamlet's been on here in one capacity or grouping or another five times now. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and we might have a thing or two coming up that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Always working on something. And always, some... yeah. Our, 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 our sleeves are always rolled up. 
Yeah, so dig through there and check out stuff if you haven't. Get on Facebook and follow us there. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss anything. We're also on YouTube, at The Thunder Underground. Subscribe there. And then get on our website, thethunderunderground.com. And you can find all the social medias there. And you can also listen to the podcast there as well. It's also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Music, MixCloud. Most places you can find podcasts. So, yeah, once again, thank you to Med Farm and DEB Concerts. And until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.